Hey everybody, welcome to Community Service with me, Lucy Pussy. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I love you guys. You, at my podcast listener, my fans have been showing up to my shows and, and it's awesome. I love you and thank you. You have no idea how much that means to me and uh, I appreciate it. I really, really, really fucking mean that from the bottom of my fart. I snuck it in. Heart, heart. Hard, hardy hard. Anyways, today's guest is a dear friend of mine. I met her at the beginning. We did bringer shows, that bar shows, brutal, horrible shows, horrible <laughs> shows. Uh, she's so funny. She's blowing up, and her characters are taking off on TikTok. I think I got to ask her more questions. I forgot. But she's blowing the fuck up, and she's hilarious, and I love her. And Dana Moon. Dana Moon, she got that name. That's not a real last name. She's always flashing everyone her asshole. <laughs> and said, hey, there's Dana Moon. She's mooning again. That's how it happened. That's the truth. I'm sticking to it. I love you. Thank you. Tune in right now. Yes, and, and my dates. I got dates. I am busy boy over here. Uh, St. Louis, uh, Canada. I thought that was being rescheduled just because of you know why. Coco. I don't even want to say it. We're going to keep it light. And then um, what do I have after that? Washington, D.C., Ohio run, San Diego, Sacramento, Oxnard, Brea. I'm all over the place. CraigConet.com. I'm coming to a city near you. Please put on the little bell because I don't know how to message all y'all and what city you're in. It's impossible. <laughs> so I'm coming and I'm touring and I'm all over the place. Come get these jokes. I got a gang of new bits. I got the, the classics. I, you know, I got the loosey goosey. <laughs> what you want. I'll do it. I love you guys. Come to a show. CraigConet.com slash shows or Twitter and all that. <laughs> and I'm all over it. Instagram. <laughs> I love you. Tune in, Tokyo. Had to shine out my face. Guys, shine. What's it? Are we rolling? Yes. Oh, we get into it. So wait a minute. Why? Uh, what? Why do all women like want like a shiny, greasy face <laughs> to go out in the public? Have Look. you seen Whitney Cummings? The older you what get, you, what are you taking a bath in castor oil? What's going on over I there? Actually did, I actually did take a bath in castor oil recently. I don't recommend it. Really? I put it in my hair. Oh, it's good for your hair. It's yeah. good for your eyelashes, eyebrows. Ladies, you want long lashes? Put a little castor oil. But you need an applying agent because the castor oil is real thick. You got to put a little a little Aragon oil, a little jojoba oil. Aragon. What is this, a beauty and health podcast? Yes, yes. Welcome to Craig Conant's uh, skincare Hey, ladies, podcast. this is what you have to do to look hot you like got... me. I think that the older Bush you lead. get, the like drier <laughs> your skin gets or something. So whatever we do for shine is just to look more youthful. Yeah. You know. I started putting on eye cream this year. I'm too late. <laughs> I'm too late. I never gave a too... fuck. My sister's. It's not I am, too late. I'm aging well. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. But like. She said, uh, like, for decades now, put it on and you'll look young forever. I'm like, dah. I don't and, know if I believe all of that. And now I'm in Hollywood. That. Not young forever. You'll slow, down the, you'll slow down the eye wrinkles. That's all you're going to do. You give yourself five to ten years of, you know. 
And then I was like, bah. And now Hollywood got to me. I'm like, maybe I will. <laughs> maybe I will. You have no, you have zero eye bags. What are you talking You're... about? I look like Pee Wee Herman right now. <laughs> Does he have eye bags? I have no idea. My cousin Spithine's had the worst circles under her eyes. A lot of my family does. They look like raccoons. We're like, what, you digging through the trash over there? <laughs> Wait, look at me. little raccoon eyes. No, you I got have no poquito. bags. I got to put little. I put my cucumbers on it. <laughs> I, I put Craig, my cucumbers. I have bags. Look at this. <sighs> Saddle bags. <laughs> I, do, I literally had a plastic surgeon you, on Instagram was like, hey, would you like a free consultation for your eye bags? And I was like. God you do it. not have eye bags. I have eye bags. And I do not have eye bags. Uh, we all have 12% eye bags. <laughs> we are young and youthful. We forever. are young. We are free. We are young Our teeth and free. are nice and clean. <laughs> we are alive. Remember that Clueless song? It played the music video played after the movie was over. I had. I it thought on you VHS. were riffing. I thought you were improvising. I was like, that's really that's good. That's a real song. <laughs> that's a real song. Let me take off my um, hair. Can time. we just talk about how uh, I've tried to do this podcast 17 times? Have I not asked you every time? By the way, hi, I'm Dana, and I'm the co-host oh, yeah, yeah. of the show. <laughs> Dana Moon, everybody. <laughs> I love her. Just, She's hilarious. Check her out. I'm just taking over your podcast. I We've tried to do this several times. So this is... This is a miracle that I'm actually on and that it's working. Are you going to leave that in there? Are you just drinking? <clears throat> <into> the... Yeah. <laughs> what do you think this is? Is this your podcast? <laughs> what type of show is this? <laughs> he farts in the mic. <laughs> oh, my God. I laid like a little one clacker in a look. Like a tiny little, little fart. And it smelled so bad. I was like, <laughs> how is that possible? Yeah. What is that? What is that? Is that caca dynamite in there it's the little ones that leave the biggest it's because i did mark. the road and ate like a dumpster fire and you get constipated on the road and now I, the gas has all that mile long line of shit fermented shit did to travel fly? through did yes what is it with flying i can't i don't understand it, it. they're like out. the altitude everyone has the worst gas <laughs> in the air and it's like the what does the altitude have to do with? And it constipates you. It fucks you up. Yeah. I'll like half the shit get on a flight and it'll cementify it, and I'll be like, "Well, see That's you, ne see you next week, turd burglar." <laughs> turd burglar, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> and now for our segue, turd burglar, how is our guest doing? <laughs> how the I'm, fuck are you? I'm well. Yes, we got you on. Fish. Yeah, we're all well. <laughs> Um, I, I'm here. Yeah, I would always text her. Hey, you want to do my podcast? Yeah, tomorrow? literally. She's, Craig, she's, she's like, oh, I got an audition. I was no. like, what's more important, huh? A paying job or this free <laughs> podcast you're gonna do? Actually, Craig would be like, hey, can you do my podcast today? It's four hours from you, and we're starting now. No, can you get there? Night before. Night before. You would text me the day of and be like, hey, nah. can you come? Get, can you fly? I got receipts. To Redondo Beach. She's doing that for comedy. <laughs> Can you take a helicopter in? Get to the chapa. Uh, we have you now. We have we have me now. This is I haven't done a podcast since the pandemic. Really? Yeah. I was doing so many before the world shut down. You guys, I was doing so many podcasts that I literally, it was so overwhelming. And I was like, universe, no more podcast. And the she, universe- She caused the pandemic. <laughs> I literally have never been asked to do another podcast when I was like, I can't do this anymore. 
You so ruined my life. <laughs> <laughs> you're opening the gateway of the the podcast. You're you're God. We are all gods. Me. We're all gods. I listened to Barry White, and that's what he said, and I believe him. <laughs> I need to find that video. I saw it once on Instagram or TikTok. Yeah. But he uh, he said it that. and he meant it. We're all gods-like creatures. We have a light in us. We all have gifts. Our lights are powerful. You don't have to work at Trader Joe's. You can be free. (laughs) (laughs) You can be free. Are you working for money? Are you working for a vocation that you love? I am reading a book by Marian Williamson called The Law of Divine Compensation, and it talks about how we inherently are wealth. Like, we don't need to work dumb jobs because we are, like, money. We're spiritual yeah. beings and we are money. And I'm yes. like... And then the system and I'm like, tried I'm to take, push you down. Yeah. Push you down because they got a lot of dirty work. They got a lot of Starbucks to be made, you know? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with working at Starbucks, but it's like work there and work on your love and then leave. That's what those jobs are there for. We all need to do them and have to do them. But they're they're supposed to be like a, like a little... stone. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. I was struggling. I was like, what are you going to call this? Stepping Stone. You ever heard of Jimi Hendrix? That song, Stepping Stone? <laughs> it's just like that. You just a little teeter-totter, teeter-totter. Sometimes the stones are wet and slimy and you fall down. And then an alligator bites your nuts off. And that's life. And that's life. It doesn't all end happy. <laughs> I don't even know how to add to that. I'm like, yeah, Craig, sure. But sometimes the 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 rock isn't slimy, and you make it, and you make it, and then you sell fart jokes for a living. This is profound. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. And sometimes, and sometimes you got a knife, and you stab the alligator, and you get your nuts back, and then you get like, doctor, can you help me out? And then you still got a career half half capacity because you got stitches on your nutsack. Too far. Okay. I'm inspired. I took a bit too far. I'm inspired. Can we rewind this a little bit? <laughs> hey, Superman, can you go around the globe several times? I drank a lot of caffeine today. Can you tell? Yeah, you're like on one right now. I drink. You're. We're on different levels for sure. Catch up, pussy boy. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm you sorry. You drink what? I drank uh, Lee's Vietnamese coffee. And then this is my little matcha. I'm okay, double I down. Know, I don't know. On an empty stomach. On an empty stomach. I don't know if you need that. I think you're good, bro. You're like, you just called me pussy boy. You don't need that. You don't need that. I spilled. I had a whole glass of coffee that I was going to bring, and I just spilled it on my way out, and I was like, I guess the you Lord. You want some Vietnamese coffee? I guess the Lord doesn't want me caffeinated. No, I'm, I had, a, like, I drink a lot of coffee like you. Mm. I go through phases. Are you sober? I'm sober. What? How long? Yeah, three years. I just had three years. Holy shit. How the October. fuck I didn't know that? Yeah, you're a hot mess. I was a hot mess before. (laughs) Ooh, I couldn't be near you. I was like, oh, Dana's getting gropey again. (laughs) She's grabbing my asshole again. It's always the little finger in the ass with Dana. Dana, (laughs) stop it! I'm on stage, Dana. Uh, Yeah, I. It's funny because like you were you were sober way before me. You have a long time. I well, I have over eight years. Uh, but I started smoking weed recently, so I don't know. I'm California sober. California sober. California sober is like I do uh, psychedelics, and I'm don't I just don't drink. I thought that's what California sober is. That too. I I just figure like 
all natural. If, I, I say this a million times, but if God didn't make it, don't take it. And then everyone argues, like, what about cocaine? I'm like, you stupid motherfucker. Did God make a laboratory that made it 100% pure and make it into a powder that you sniff into your nose? No, it was a leaf. It was a fucking leaf. You can eat the You can eat the leaf. leaf. The cocoa leaf's fine. It's like right. it's like chewing tobacco. You put it in your gums. It's used for thousands of years to like just have energy. Yeah. And then we made it 100% pure and shove it into our bloodstreams. There's a difference. Anyways, sorry, don't get me going. Keep going, crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, I was always really intimidated by sober people. They like really creep me out because I needed to get sober. So I always, it's so funny. It's like all of my sober friends, like in the comedy community, I used to be like, oh, what's wrong with them? They're so weird. And it's like, did you do that before you got sober? You looked at sober people like they yes. were freaks of nature. <laughs> yes. I didn't like them. I, I, I often hated them. Same. I really did. I had a bit. I didn't that understand I'll... them. I was like, fuck you, dude. Like, you know, <laughs> this is pre-stand-up, but I really. Yeah. Like if there was someone not drinking at the bar, I'm like, well, what are you doing here? Like, why are leave. you here leave <laughs> i had a i had a bit that i would do about how weird sober people are that always bombed but it <laughs> but it i was, kept doing it <laughs> kept doing it it just kept bombing because i hated no. sober people that much. i did i hated sober people that much and i was like i need to say this out loud there is no punchline it's just <laughs> I have a lot of anger but anyway so now that i am sober it's nice because like nobody weirds me out like people who are sober, people who drink, people who I tell you who weirds math. me out now. It Wasted me out. people. <laughs> it's swish. I'm like, oh. Oh, I, I just if you're really drunk, if you're blackout, then I just remove myself because yeah, I can't, can't be around be that energy. That. Oh, it's the worst. It's just it feels like a low vibe that's like sucking, like life sucking almost. I literally ran away from a low viber. Low viber. From a low viber. No, he was shit faced. He was so weird. He came up just too hot out of the gates literally ran off three comics and three audience members after the show we all like fled i swear to god <laughs> like i was like giving them the benefit of the doubt i gave them like 20 30 seconds and it got so weird so fast i was just like okay and i literally like scurried off i i ran from a drunk man i didn't run but he like he was so drunk and blacked out and insane that he like followed me like 20 steps. They're a wild card. And I was like, oh, fuck, bro. Like, I'm walking away from you. What more? You know? Ugh. They don't and get it's it. Yeah. Shit, they're shit faced. They have no idea. I, and the, the thing that's sad is like, I of course have empathy, empathy for that guy I, because I was that guy for so long. Maybe not on that level, but I'm sure some night something I was that weirdo fucking. Trying to tag along with some party that I wasn't invited to. And you're like, who is this yeah. guy? Ah, I'm twacked out, motherfuckers. Come on. I probably did that a lot just to be like funny, you know, for like a bit when I was drunk to like kind of be in people's personal space. Yeah, but space. it's not funny. But it's not funny. It's, like looking back, it's like that's a bad bit. It's it's 99% of the time it's horrible. For the other and person. And it's only funny to the shit face parties. And that's it. And usually you probably just assaulted somebody. <laughs> you know what's crazy? I have way more fun going out now that I'm sober. You still go out? I go out. Oh, I, I went can't to, be near that shit. I went, okay, I went to a bachelorette party with a bunch of drunk girls for nine hours. And afterwards, I was like, I feel like I deserve a medal of honor because I don't know how I did that. 
The only you, you made me remember something I did enjoy. The only time I stayed at a party where everyone was getting shit faced was the Comedy Store Christmas uh, party, and that was the most entertainment I've ever seen in my life. I was just like, oh yeah, you're just watching the show, you know. Oh, we I mean a bunch of comics getting, getting together hammered. drunk. Of that course, was, it's going to be entertaining. Yeah, but I, before that, I you know I would I I could go to the birthday party at the club, but I last thirty minutes to an hour, and then I'm like, okay, it's getting sloppy. I'm out. But the comedy store started getting sloppy. I was like, oh, let's watch this shit. <laughs> it was so fun. I was like, I'm going to leave by midnight. Cut to three, four a.m. <laughs> you know. Well, comics have no boundaries, and they're everyone's so traumatized. So I feel like. And they just do whatever, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they would be, they're probably like hooking up in front of other people. Like, yeah, just that, just all the craziest, weirdest, wildest shit. I just remember Matt Lockwood took his shirt off, started dancing. I'm just cracking up. Guam Felix was fucking mosh pitting, throwing tables up. <laughs> Jeffrey Bernard singing the Beastie Boys sabotage. It was fucking. It was so funny, dude. Like nobody was hooking up. I'm sure somebody was. I was watching my boys jerk each other off. You know. Hell yeah. I love that. I love when that happens. It's fucking trash day. One day we'll have a soundproof studio. Is that coming in? Yeah. I imagine so. It gives it like flavor. Yeah. And then the brand new flavor in your ear. Flavor in your ear. Well. <laughs> that's our podcast. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for watching. Uh, that's all for today. Oh, my tummy hurts. How why? are you? Why Why does your tummy hurt? No reason. <laughs> I've never heard a guy say tummy. Oh. <laughs> I've never heard a grown man say tummy before. <laughs> oh, no. My tummy rumbling. My tummy hurts. Are you going to make it through? Yes. Is it the... What's the coffee called? Oh, Lee's. Did you hear that? No. Oh. I'm acting like none of this is happening. Shh. I keep farting. It's going to smell. I'm so sorry. You did not just fart. You just farted. Mm, I didn't. Man, I thought I had no boundaries. Craig is another level. What? You are another level. We've known each other. Eight, We've nine years. We've known each other. Yeah. Oh, a long time. it smells so bad. <laughs> no, really? Oh, God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> when I was little, I would do oh. this. I would. When you were little, did you ever do this like gross thing in front of your family where you would try to fart as much as possible? What do you mean? My whole family did that. <laughs> oh, I was the only one in my family who I just, they would get so grossed out. I grew up in Connecticut. So like everyone tried to be like proper, right? And they're not. So I would do this thing where I would pump up my gas. I would get on my back mm -hmm. and I would rock back and forth. Run the legs, pump the legs. And I would, I yeah, I would just pump and I knew how to make myself fart on command and I literally just did it to gross out my family. That's fantastic. But it backfired on me because I think forcing myself to like fart as a kid so much made me a gassy adult. Nice. That's a turn on. No, it's a not. A woman that could just rip ass really? and clear a room, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big turn on. Okay. <laughs> Just boner alert. <laughs> I feel like there's some guys who are. You smell that. it really? I don't want to smell it. It went away. It wasn't that bad. Okay. It was. It stayed contained. I was scared. I was scared. I feel like uh, 
when you're dating somebody, you can't fart around them. I'm sure you can. Not in the beginning. Definitely I, not. I in did the on first date. First first 30 minutes. First date. If she farted in front of you on the first date, what would you think of her? I would have loved it. Honest, honest opinion. I would get grossed out if it smelled. <laughs> you know, I would still love it. I'd like the balls of this girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Look yeah. at that. That's moxie, you know. But if it smelled, I'd be like, oh, it would be like, uh, it would turn me off for about 37 seconds and then we're back. You know, just shit stinks. You know, I'm big into fart poop humor, but not, you know, not in the intimate hour. You know, I don't think a lot not of that that happened then. I'm just saying like just farts in general. Awesome. Um, yeah. If 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 it stinks real bad and we're going that route, that's not so awesome. Right. Yeah. That's uh, that seems fair. Well, I knew the guy, the last guy that I dated, I knew it wasn't going to work out because he said he's like, girls, the girl that I'm dating can't fart around me as he would fart around me. And I was like, well, no, you're just a misogynistic piece of shit. Oh, he said I could not fart. Oh, he said you can't not. Oh, that's a little bitch. That's a little bitch. And I was like, this he's got a tiny pee pee. Let's name him first and last name, please. Little dick, (laughs) little dick. Let's, we could call him LD. Larry David? Have <laughs> <laughs> you dated LD? Oh, you should have just would. done it. I would date. I would have just David. held my farts in for the rest of my life for that man. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I was like, this is never going to work out. That was my breaking point with him. Yeah. And also, we went on a ski trip, and I was so nervous to like fart around him that I like, couldn't even like poop at all for the whole weekend like i held it in yeah, that's crazy be yourself fuck that guy and then it came out in the middle of the night perfect in his and sleep. i farted Gas on massive. him in my sleep did he wake up <laughs> he literally told me the next day he said he woke up because he quote thought there was an earthquake <laughs> i'm not making this up and then he said <laughs> he goes you farted so loud and so long <laughs> i didn't know how you slept through it <laughs> nice <laughs> well that was his fault he caused that you made the poor girl hold it in for 12 14 hours it's, it's t- gonna come it's out so it's can't... going to come out but women we oh, do sleeping, this sleeping sadie over there we do this wow. when we when we like a guy and we just start dating him and we go on a trip and we don't want to be like disgusting because we want to you know what i mean fuck and get it in and we're not just a wild dingus over here like you <laughs> um I just say always let it out. Don't hold it. Don't do that to yourself. Unless, of course, it's the intimate hour. That's so. Then, uh, yeah, that's not on just on her. That's on me too. I can't be farting during that time. You know. Oh, that one really stinks. I'm sorry. And uh, but during podcasts is different. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it stinks. And you should just always fart. And if they don't love you for who you are, then they could go fuck themselves. I, you know what my plan, Craig, is to ease into it. Okay, that's fair. I gotta ease into my. I have to ease them into my personality. I don't want to <laughs> be all Dana right away, because that's it's a lot. You know, it's intense. I've been told I'm intense. She's intense. Also, why do I feel like? Do I look at you? Do I look at the camera? I don't know. Do we I haven't figured that out. Wherever. Yet. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it changes every episode. 
Yep. So what questions do you have prepared for me? What research have you done on me? I have zero research. (laughs) (laughs) I did this podcast last night. They had a whiteboard. They did research. They had questions. (laughs) They knew shit about me that I forgot. I was like, how the fuck? Isn't that crazy? What the fuck? And then cut to today. I'm like, yeah, just keep talking, girl. What are you doing? They pull. (laughs) Yeah, you're like, come on. Come on, carry my show. No, I do have a question. I want to talk about when we first met. Do you remember that shit? Mike Mitchell's Bringer Shows. Oh, rest in peace. Yeah, everybody's dead. Um, No, they're not. Mike Mitchell always had a 7-Eleven extra large cup filled with vodka. Mm Mm-hmm. I wasn't yeah, gonna put him on blast like that, but yeah, yeah, he liked. Oh no, thing. I think that's like a. <laughs> no, it, uh, it's how we all remember him. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a good sentiment. Yeah, Big Mike Mitchell, and he always had a big gulp. It's funny, <laughs> and uh, and we met at at one of his shows. No, what was it called? Hang headliners on. only. Headliners but only. There were no headliners on the show. It was Do you all bringers, that? brand new, all all three <laughs> to six it months. In. But headliners it was at, only, and everyone just started palm. comedy that That's week. What, it was at the Palm in West Hollywood. In West Hollywood, it got bulldozed and turned into Sprouts. Where Sprouts? Was. I do remember uh, that. It was a dark, dingy bar. It was awesome. Yeah. Did Tammy Joe run it? Tammy? No, they had different nights. Uh, Big Mike had his night, and Tammy had her night, and then. Uh, every other night, it was as a drag queen cross-dressing bar. So they would be waiting for the show to be done. And, and would, remember yeah, that Yeah, I don't shit? think they liked us. No, they hated they us. Wa- they did they not. They hated us. Like, who the fuck are these intruders? These weirdos. And, like, drag queens make <laughs> so much so money, funny. by the way. Yeah. I went to a drag cre- queen... Cream. I'm rubbing off on I it. went to a drag queen creamery. I went to an ice cream show. <laughs> <laughs> drag cream. They made so they had a bucket of cash after every song. Like I was just watching them going like, I what am I do? What am I? Why am I doing comedy? My cousin's a drag queen. They're killing it. Yeah. Do you remember me being funny? Uh, I, I think literally so. just started, so you can say no. I don't really remember. I just remember you're the f- first friend I met that stuck it through if you look at those lineup i don't think anyone's still doing it right craig's like why are you still doing comedy we thought you would quit (laughs) quit quit i brought you here on this podcast no 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 (laughs) to tell you to quit (laughs) no i remember you were funny and i remember yeah i had the worst jokes back then i don't remember i had a joke about my roommate's pubes because i lived with a redhead and a blonde and i was like yeah and we all share a bathroom and when you look at the toilet seat it's like a neapolitan pube and it was so gross good bit, good bit. It's, so, laughing. it's so gross and it's so bad and it's just and my roommates came to see me perform and they were like we don't we shave our pubes what are you talking about? we lies lies yeah i just said anything back then God, that was like nine years ago, right? Nine years ago. Holy schmoly. Yeah. The infancy. The bringer days. The bringer days. I remember I was so new. Bringer show, I've explained this before, but you have to bring audience members to perform. If you don't sell any tickets, they don't put you up. And it's brutal, but necessary well, in the beginning, in my opinion, because I would have had zero real shows if it wasn't for well, those. Well, they would put you up, but they would be so mean to you if you didn't bring anybody. 
Yeah, and it was like three minutes. Yeah, they would cut your like, time and be like, you wouldn't really get rude. ten, you'd get five or three, or and be angry at you and be like, I'm fucking trying. Some people didn't try though. Like I always tried. I was like, I'll, and uh, and I feel like they're a necessary thing because what if we only had open mics for five years? You know what I mean? The fucking lawnmower. <laughs> Confirmed. <thing>? God. Confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I uh, I think open mics, though, they serve a purpose. No, I love open mics. Perform. I'm saying I need both. I'm, need, yeah. I'm saying, of course, open mics where it's at. I'm not saying don't do them. I'm just saying if it's 100% open mics, you don't even know in Los Angeles in particular. Let me be clear because L.A. open mic scene is completely different than other states. Utah, they sell it out and it's better than most real shows here. Holy shit. It's insane. So this is Los Angeles coffee shop, awful open mics with comics only, nobody's listening. You pay five bucks for three to five minutes and sometimes it's lottery you didn't get up back then. I'm saying bringer shows are a necessary thing in that sense because you have no gauge of any real audience whatsoever because it's demented comics you're performing to. And this is why, to this day, I did so many open mics. I would do, like, four a night when I started. Mm -hmm. Like, I would just hustle around the city doing as many. Sometimes I could do five open mics in one night. And because of that, I like... By the way, I don't like this about myself. But, like, (laughs) whenever the crowd is, like, awful and just shitty, I I feed off that energy. Because I'm like, oh, like, I can fucking go there. Like, I can be as fucking crazy as possible. I can say whatever I want. And I have so much more fun. And it's because that's when I had the most fun on stage. Like, figuring my shit out was performing for a crowd that at an open mic that, like, a lot of the open mics were bars that people were just, like, chilling with their friends. And then they'd be like, hey, here's a comedy show. And they're like, we don't want. Yeah. And the audience was like, we don't fucking want a comedy show. But my, I, I would like get off on getting the people who are like mad to like laugh yeah so i completely agree with you it's something i have more fun on shows where the crowd sucks than the crowd is good like when the crowd is hot i'm like oh fuck like the pressure i well i love a hot crowd too uh but when a audience is shitty which does happen that is a thing it's just a it's just a rough rowdy show there's something you're you're just free because you just go oh this shit is impossible and doesn't matter i can be free and do whatever i want and i don't have to do my material i could fuck around and be nuts and be yeah it's liberating i love that but when it's hot you're like okay i better i I better bring it yeah i better bring it and then i put pressure on myself and i don't have as much fun it's still fun but like i don't know the best feeling is turning a crowd when they're like not happy to be there and they suck to just like making them like like just getting them all on board like that energy this is the best there's no better feeling than winning over a crowd that wasn't there you know what i mean like like that's when you're like oh shit they are literally a drug holy shit i farted it smells so bad i'm so sorry (laughs) i'm sorry we should get poopery to sponsor this show i wish what's up poopery come on we should get febreze we need like all of the don't waste it. I want you to smell it. You're like wafting. Is it wafting or wafting? <laughs> or is it waffling? What Either is- way, it's bad. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. Come on, Craig. 
Oh. This is assaulting my nose. <laughs> I think I might have to go to the bathroom. You just talk. You guys just Does talk. this normally happen on this? No, show? it's the road. I never had to take a poop break, but <laughs> I'm glad we're close because this happened to some other cast. I was like, I don't know. It's how we usually it's a pee pee break. I think one pee pee break turned into a poo poo break, but I try to lie and hide it. But like I said, we're close. We've known each other nine years. How are you? That one smells like garlic. <laughs> how long have you been with your girlfriend? <laughs> Two years. <laughs> oh my God. She deserves. A loyal a, a membership? I mean, a Royal Rewards card? What's it called? A gold medal? She deserves. I don't know. <laughs> she deserves money for being with you or something. <laughs> I bought her a taco yesterday. Who is Two. uh Who's the more dominant one in the relationship? Her or you? I don't know. Me or her it varies. You guys like flip. You guys go back and forth? Yeah. I think she runs the show until I break and I go, God damn it, bitch. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I run this house, <laughs> motherfucker. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd say it's pretty fair. I don't know what she would say. Where did you guys meet? At a show. Okay. Laugh Factory. I think I knew that. And she was like, hey, you're so funny. I farted in front of her the when we met. True story. Right on the sidewalk. She's hey. like, this is my man. This is my man. I said, hey, I'm Craig. Let's go get some pizza and let me rub that booty. <laughs> <laughs> it's been on ever since. <laughs> 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 Fellas, just go for it. What's the worst that's going to happen? They say you no. get some booty? Or they say no, yeah. They that, say no. That, happens, that happens quite a lot. You and know? Then you feel rejected. It's all a numbers yes. game. Yes. And then you go, okay, what about your friend? <laughs> what about your mom yeah cousin aunt aunt sister. uncle i mean you know what i mean yeah what are your brother i'm a molly tonight <laughs> it really is a numbers game you have to just keep putting yourself out there the universe rewards it i mm. swear that's what i'm learning even though i don't really know anything come from the girl that can't even fart in front of her dates it's it takes a couple months comes out as dragon's breath 12 it takes hours later. you know what <laughs> it takes three i would say if i really like a guy and things are progressing it takes three months yeah that's fair i could completely understand it's different for girls i gotta open up i gotta ease into it you know just gotta open up to mexican food Oh, here it comes, Slowly. honey. <laughs> okay, so we covered farting. <laughs> yes. We covered comedy. Yes. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> when so you're from Connecticut? Yeah. I just did Hartford. Did you meet Fred? Love Fred. I don't know. He where he's the GM. Probably. Hey Fred. Fred's the best. <laughs> I don't remember his. He's my favorite. What were the crowds like? Hartford was cracking. It yeah? was. Yeah, I was a little in my head because people said Connecticut can be rough. It's kind of rough, yeah. And it yeah. was fucking cracking, man. I'm telling you, my fans, there's, I fucking love you guys. That shit was cracking in Austin and Houston. No, Dallas. I'm doing Houston next. I just got that <gasps> contract today. What? March 4th and 5th. I'll update it. 
Houston, I'm finally coming. Um, I love Texas. Yeah, Dallas was awesome. Minus that one weirdo that's ran us off at the end. That was complete <laughs> end of the night. Um, and uh, Austin was cracking. Austin, I hear, is like the best right now for comedy. It it is. I want to go to Austin. Yeah, it's cracking. It's perfect for someone. In I was I was talking to Asan Ahmad and Derek Poston and Sam Lopez and Jeffrey Burner. They all live there now. It's perfect with someone that has time and is somewhat established you know like has their foot in the door because if you're a brand new comic and you go to austin you're just going to be a brand new comic there but if you are hosting and featuring and have 10 20 30 minutes you're i would say like four to six years in or more it's awesome because then you they need good comics Mm -hmm. you know and not that new booties you're just new that's all it is it just takes time and so you just kind of get pushed into the system instantly and get paid and and you can be a working comic in austin there's that much pain work for anyone who has the experience but you know like uh because they were saying like a lot of open micers were like i'll go to austin and it's just like well you're still three months in bro you know now you're just an open micer in austin it's gonna be the same. It's still hard, but it's still you know, it's yeah. I guess. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> um, how are you? <laughs> um, that accurately describes it from uh comics, at you know there there that was and I was like oh yeah that makes sense. If you had sorry I'm changing the subject. If you had like Natalie Portman on the show, would you be doing that? I probably wouldn't drink a Waterloo mineral water, but if I drank a Waterloo mineral water, yes, I would still be doing it. I would be farting. Farting, I would, I probably would have snuck a couple out, and the moment (laughs) I smelt it, I wouldn't have said anything. I would have hid it. I would have been like blown on it. I'd be like, oh, fuck. But I I can honestly say I probably still would have done it. Okay. Because I've done horrible shit like that in front of, people where i'm like oh no like why you know i've definitely farted in the green room with like extremely big comics and just prayed like oh fuck like oh no that's rogan like oh he smells you (laughs) (laughs) oh shit you know he probably wouldn't give a fuck but i'm like this is green room you know i know well he joe rogan probably has Nasty farts yeah, with all he's the got like elk farts. You know? <laughs> Dried meat he's eating elk all the time. Elk and jalapeno farts. I would just blame it on him. Like, no, that was you. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, uh, I've been in uh, embarrassing situations with that. Situations that you made embarrassing. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. <laughs> yeah, I've been in embarrassing situations that I created for myself because I purposely. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do? What do you not gonna... fart, Craig? That maybe just not fart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> it hurts when I hold them. I know you gotta let it out. You gotta let them out, and you gotta push. Don't shit yourself though. all out. <laughs> you've pro- how many? I'd say you've shit yourself at least a dozen times. Mm-mm, way more. <laughs> um sharts well actual full-on shit that's very low that's like three to five (laughs) uh sharts now that's 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 a lot 
Oh, wow. It's 15, 20. That's... Lost count. Couldn't keep track. A lot of... What's up with your diet? You know... We need to talk about that. I'm a man. I'm a man. I'm a man and I eat out of the trash. I'm a man. Be a man. Shit your pants. That guy on the internet so viral. It's so funny. Be a man. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. No, I'm the only one that watches this viral fucker. He's no. got 55 billion views. I don't know. He's on Barstool Sports, but it's just a silly, silly, stupid bit. He's like, don't wipe your ass. Be a man. Like, it's just insane. But it went viral and now he does it with everything. No, I just eat whatever I want and I shouldn't. And then I pay the price. Yeah. And your girlfriend probably never touches your asshole. No. <laughs> she doesn't. I have a theory that guys, this isn't a theory, this is probably facts, but guys don't wash their asshole as often as, as women. No way. I scrub the fuck out of my asshole. I'll fucking shove that bar up there and lather up, <laughs> down a good 10, 12 times and just go a little, ta, 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 you know, make sure it's in there. Really? Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. And then when we're in a rush and she's like getting ready in the mirror, I'll be like, steady, look, and I'll just fucking spread your butt cheeks yeah and just fucking like, credit card swipe my ass you'd be like oh like why why dude i went on a first date with this guy and at the end he showed me his asshole showed you yeah he mooned me and then spread his cheeks that's a, that's a good first date I know. I was like, I met my soulmate. It's fucking lit. I told you, Dana Moon. I, I told them your name's that because it's not really your last name. You just moon people on the internet. I just moon people on the internet. And that's, and that's why how... I got my last name. Actually, she got her name. Fi- real true story. When I was five years old, I was a peewee cheerleader. Um, and for a little, my brother's football team or whatever. And I thought it was funny when the guys ran by to bend over and show them my butt you're a comic out and of day one i remember like the coach was so angry <laughs> and my mom was so angry and they like yelled at me and they were like you if you do that ever again you won't be on the cheerleading team and i was like i didn't understand like i thought it was funny i was like butts are funny like this looks funny like i didn't you're like i'm five yeah i'm like why are why aren't we showing our butts to people like this is like a fun let's all have a laugh i didn't understand like i guess the weird like sexual thing with it and uh i'll never forget that i like i was just shocked and i always and then I just kept mooning after. Like, I would always, like, stick my butt in the window when we were, like, in traffic, like, coming over from the so beach. you really did moon everybody. I really did moon everybody. <laughs> and I I thought it was funny. And then I also thought it was funny how mad my mom would get. My mom would get so mad at me because I put my butt in the window. And, and then she would, like, look and then kind of, like, laugh. But then be like, no, Dana, you can't do that. And then she'd, like, giggle a little bit. Yeah, because it's so funny. When kids do inappropriate shit they're not supposed to do. I know. You're just like, no, no. <laughs> just cackling. My niece and nephew do shit like that all the time. We're like, stop it. And you can't stop laughing. You're like, dude. It's hilarious. Especially when you have that tan on your butt when you have like that white butt. You know? Oh, the OG. The OG. White. Remember that? Uh, the like, sun cop- bomb member? Copper tone <laughs> baby. Yeah, copper tone baby. When yeah, your butt's like that, it's just so funny to me. 
But then I got older and then I was like, oh, I can't moon guys because they're like, yeah, <laughs> do it again. <laughs> I'm like, no, this isn't funny anymore. <laughs> You're like, I'll just have my dates do it. <laughs> Show me your hairy red eye. <laughs> Show me your back of your bows. I want to see the back of your bows. <laughs> Let me see the end of that dog bone. You know what? Looks like the end of the dog bone. I know. You know what it is? When you see the back of a guy's balls and he's like 29 and they're like so long, you're like, I can't be with you long term. Like, what are they going to look like in 20 years? Because they drop. Yeah. How do you have long balls at, in your 20s? I've seen long balls. That's 40s. You like, you get. No, Craig, I've seen long balls in late 20s. No one understands that long balls is a real thing. When I would go to the YMCA. <laughs> This is our PSA for long balls. Oh, long balls is a real thing. I swear on my life, me and my one of my first best friends, Dane, we saw, we Cook. opened, no, <laughs> Dane Molina, check us out, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in Torrance. He's best friends with Dane Cook. Um, And this, me and this for 12, whatever, we saw two horrible things. We saw... First of all, we saw a dude blow drying his nutsack and undercarriage. And I didn't understand that at 12. And Where? now I do at the YMCA. Because the YMCA is mainly for kids and old fucks. So it's like 12 year old and long balls. And then the second time I saw this old guy with all this moles and hairs and moon rocks, we call them in my skin, family, those skin, skin tags. tags. And Ugh. just had his leg up. And his nuts were down, I swear to God, near his knee. <laughs> and we were like, like we didn't under, we're 12, you know? I hadn't hit puberty yet. I'm like, what? What the is that? What the fuck is that? You're like, I don't How have that. How is that possible? Fucking. Here, Gravity, baby. Lower than mid thigh. Lower than mid thigh. Thigh. yeah i i believe you You're... and I, he was like 89 you know of course it, it took a lot of, a lot to get there <laughs> but we were just like what the fuck just swing it's not a joke like if he wore short shorts his nuts are outside of them i feel like there should be separate restrooms for adults and kids at the y because it's I traumatizing agree. to I see older agree. women and i don't know is this bashing bodies or whatever but i was like scarred no you're just 12 long you're nipples when i'm little yeah you're like, just not supposed to see you're like ah you're like well that's life <laughs> i didn't understand why the the nipples got long and were so pointy but when you you know what i mean when you breastfeed yeah but when you're a kid you're just like bodies are you know everyone has the same body that's what i miss about being a kid i miss having like the same body as a boy and like having the same chest it's like the confidence that you had as a girl when like we i didn't have boobs and we looked the same and we were just like you were digging in the dirt and you know like we're equal yeah. and then it's like you get boobs and it's like this different i don't know it's just this di like i'm like oh i guess there's like a part of me this is like sexual now like it's so weird no one ever really talks about that that change that happens you know yeah, it didn't happen to me. When you when your boobs no, came in, yeah, <laughs> I remember I finally hit puberty. That was awesome because I was so late. Oh my god, it didn't happen to like after sophomore year. What? Or like your voice in, didn't change or anything? No, I was tiny. Like junior years when it happened, because it all had like I grew 
I had a growth spurt, my voice changed, my nuts dropped, and my braces came off. And I was like, what's up? <laughs> what's up, baby? And I got in a weed. So I was cool, you know? I so turned, before I that- I turned into a junkie. My nuts dropped, and it was bam. It was heroin on. time, baby. Yeah, no, that was, it takes a few years to get there. Oh. So girls weren't into you before? They, they always kind of were a little bit, but after that, it was a lot more. I was always lucky. I got crushes. Or they crushed on me, whatever. I was funny. Girls right, like funny right, guys. Right, 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 right. I was ugly until uh, freshman year. I was like an ugly, gawky, you know, like my arms grew first. So like my arms went past my knees. Oh, you had those orangutan arms. I, I remember orangutan those girls. arms. We'd always be like, hey, feet. how your knuckles doing? They're bloody from dragging them on the ground. <laughs> eh? Eh? That was me. Eh? I'm Dana Moon. And I love to climb. I was always in trees, too. <laughs> and I had really big feet. Like, my feet and arms grew first. I was just, nothing was proportional. It was very, like, gangly I, I, and What awkward. are we, the same person? I had huge feet. Huge I feet. Was longest, I had the biggest foot. Like, all the big kids, we had the same size feet. Except I was half the size. I was like, what the fuck? And I had these two teeth. See these front teeth? I had these motherfuckers when I was five. <laughs> you understand? Just they a didn't... beaver. <laughs> I was Bucky Bucky Beaver. I was. I had buck teeth too. I had buck teeth. That's why I had braces. I had buck teeth. Yeah. This one crossed over here. I had glasses, braces. Glasses, braces, buck teeth, big feet. They Bangs. call me canoe canoe. So I had canoes for feet. <laughs> they call me Dingleberry Dana. Nice. That's a good one. Yeah, because I shit my pants when I was little. Oh, we'll get to that. Skid marks. Yeah? When really? I was little. Hang on. Yeah, listen. when I was little, I always shit my pants by accident. Okay. We're getting there. We got a little more time till we my get brother, to that. My brother still calls me dings. That's fantastic. <laughs> as he should. As he should. But then it's like whenever a guy I'm dating, they're like, what's dings? I'm like, nothing. Just a f cute nickname. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> he said rings. <laughs> They love rings in the toilet from all my shit. <laughs> Just try to make it better, make it worse. Yeah, growing up is a trip. Yeah, it's brutal. It's so, it's so like some of this stuff happening right now with trying to create safe spaces and stuff. Like, obviously, a part of me is like, yes, that's awesome. Don't torture kids because it's brutal i was canoe canoe and bucky beaver and i'm sure i did some horrible shit too you know i received it and gave it is just brutal times um but then a part of me it's just like well you can't like it's gonna get too weird and too soft and too sensitive to where it always everything always creates a crazy reaction it's gonna make it's gonna make the picking on like crazier you know what i mean i i don't know i'm from a different my mindset is that like I was teased by my sister and my brother growing up. I was the youngest and like it made me so much stronger. Like I can take jokes. That's the I can take people making fun of me like it made me develop a personality. It made me funny. It made me think on my toes like I'm not I mean, I'm damaged from childhood. Yeah, but who isn't? But it's like didn't kill me like you know it's so ridiculous like the whole like bullying thing i get to some extent but it's like my brother would give me wedgies and pull my underwear up hang me from like a nail and then laugh with all of his friends and i'm like yeah i mean that's 
that was that's my childhood life. and no, that's like yeah. you know what I mean? but i'm not gonna be like oh that's just so awful that that happened to me it's like he gave me this chocolate too he gave me like x-lax chocolate as a joke like he did so much shit we are and the it's same. like <laughs> i did my sisters gave me x-lax phillips mechel magnesia but it's like that's what you do as a kids fan gave me a bottle i should drink some clear the bowels yeah do you know no. like we all we're bored as kids so we entertain each other by torturing each other and it builds personality and it's like it is a weird thing to where I completely agree. Like it makes you funny, awesome, and strong, and have to d- learn to deal. But then there's like a fine line, like where it's like, okay, like some of that shit's okay, but then some of it crosses over to torture, and then the kid fucking offs himself. It's like obviously let's prevent that. Right. But then by trying to censor and police all of it, it's like I don't know if that's that's gonna work. You're gonna create extremes. On both, you know, you're going to create a little Nazi kid and and a little kid with no bones. And he's just going to be a bag of, bag, <laughs> you know, that's Eddie Pepitone. He said that once and I love you. And I just took that from him. I he's think a bag it's of like, bones. I mean, bag of. Yeah. Anyways, okay. What are we doing here? Edit. <laughs> <laughs> Please keep that's that no in. That's no bones, Jimmy. <laughs> Please keep that in with you. Saying, edit. <laughs> edit. Yeah, but I, not, yeah, but I think when you're like for me, I was I mean, I was teased, but there was obviously like love there, you know, like my siblings love me. I was never teased and bullied by like people who hate me. So obviously like that is a different story. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, it's just like the. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure we'll get some sensitive Sally's out there going. No. Oh, really? None of it. I have no controversial. No, I don't know. Everything is now. I think. OK, my point is like being teased and bullied by siblings is fine. But kids in school, may, maybe not. I didn't experience that. I think so I, te- I guess I would say teased is cool. Tortured. Not so cool. Um, I think I believe it was Damon Wayans and Chris Rock. Uh, both had said something similar about this topic. I saw Damon Wayans recently, and he was talking about it on stage. He's like, he's like, yeah, I got made fun of. He's like, I talk like, like he was saying like he had a disability, whatever, and he got made fun of, and it made him funny and made him pa 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 pa, you know. And he's like, other kids in the neighborhood, you know. He said, yeah, like we made fun of him, but we played with him, we included him. He's like, and now it doesn't seem like that at all. It's like separate, right? Yeah, he's like, yeah, we made fun of the kid but we he played with us it's like we loved him you know that was our form of love was teasing him yeah i just i feel like in the 90s like my like growing up in the 90s it's so different it also is so different to where i don't even understand what's happening anymore i'm just like what the fuck is that and i guess they're probably looking at my child being like what the fuck is that oh yeah oh my god my my 14 year old cousin was when i saw them during christmas they were everything out of my family's mouth she was like microaggression microaggression i was like what i didn't even know what microaggression meant when i was 14 either what the fuck is that when you say something like um something about another race that isn't offensive but it can be slightly like micro slightly offensive I'm going to micro punch you in your throat, bitch. <laughs> what do you think about that? But I could just see her face being like, she was just so offended by everything like my family was saying. Yeah, it's just insane. It's like insane the 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 
general sense, maybe not general, but how they think the solution is to eradicate all things offensive rather than just grow the fuck up, you know? <laughs> just grow up. Grow this a world pair. Is brutally grow hard. a pair of long, saggy testicles <laughs> to Down the ground the from the man who traumatized me at the YMCA <laughs> with my friend Dane. You can't grow not up. Not cook. <laughs> Get a little surgery. We'll fucking stretch it out. <laughs> grow a long pair of sacks. I got some kiwis we'll put in there for you. Baby kiwis. That's the solution. It's wild. I don't know. I feel out of touch with the new generation. All I, I know is TikTok. You're blowing up on TikTok though, right? I th my TikTok's doing well. I do a lot of like characters. People love like my East Coast mom character and um, Diane. I have this like crazy single mom character where I go into bars. Yeah. She's like gross, but has like the confidence that she's like the hottest person ever. And I swear to God, Craig, guys are fall in love with in in respond to me doing diane like diane talks like this not there's no nothing attractive about this voice yeah and guys Says go <laughs> crazy and i say gross shit i do gross shit i'm so out there and like hot guys by the way like when i was in palm springs I did stand up as Diane and then afterwards I was like rolling around on a pool table just like dancing being crazy as <laughs> Diane and hot guys like I couldn't believe this were like guys in. like guys like girls that don't give a fuck that that's, that's all it, it is we love girls that don't give a fuck you don't you have to be hot by the way I wear the ugliest wig I do my makeup in literally like the 90s it's 90s outfit 90s makeup 90s hair and very out of style not attractive and guys go crazy the and i had a conversation with my friend i was like trying to figure it out and we were like it's the confidence like when you are so confident men are just like Absol yes absolutely i i hate i don't know how to say this without having the 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 number scale but like i really mean that i i i think i can speak for most dudes like we would rather have like a, someone that's not as hot that's completely comfortable and owns it. I was gonna do the number system, but even I got scared. I'd rather have like a fucking five, six, seven that's confident than a 10 that's like, insecure. Oh, I don't know, you know, I'm like, oh, like that's the fucking, no. Just own it, just own your shit, whatever it is. Yeah, I had, uh, I had a friend who was a 10 and she thought she was a troll and, it's and the it was the biggest most... turnoff in the world for humanity period not well, just dudes yes. it's just i had a yeah just I it just, made me so mad and then i would be you could feel her energy like she would kind of like close in and be like uh, i don't know and i'm like look in the fucking mirror you are literally a kardashian but hotter like yeah. how are you like mm, but i'm not that hot like it was infuriating and then that energy right it's like you're kind of like closing yourself off yeah it's and not. that you're shutting what you're doing is like i feel like she was like energetically like shutting men down because she was just like Ugh. but um it's interesting like when i got more when i got when i went really blonde i went really blonde over the summer and like my confidence i was like i look good i was like feeling myself i also just did a bunch of like somatic therapy so i was like in my body and uh, not disassociating, which is what I used to do all the time. And shout out to my therapist, Julie. We'll talk Julie. about that right after this. What's up, Finish Julie? Your story. Shout S out. Anyways, I'm um, 
I was like attracted to my therapist, but that's a different story. Okay, so <laughs> I was just like in my body, confident, feeling myself, blonde hair, and it was just like dick, 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 dick. So I was attracting so many dudes, and it was just an energy shift. Yeah. Maybe the blonde hair. Yeah, I've said this before, but I, I, especially with females, you, you guys don't realize whatever you think you have wrong with your body, there's a guy that has a fetish for that exact thing that you think is awful. Yeah, because I have one there's, nipple and one. there's a guy that's into it. <laughs> He's, I have one. I'm missing a nipple and there's a guy what? that's. We got a old mannequin left tit over here. Um Jesus, that's funny. I have I, it's a joke. Nipple. I have both nipples. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. One nipple smaller than the other. But you know what I mean? Like, there's somebody like, oh, I, I have a roll. And there's a full, like, just like, I fucking love rolls. Give me that. I'll put a little butter on that. Give me that dinner roll, baby. Click, 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 click. Rolls. And it's just, it's, a, it, it's insane to me. Like, oh, I don't. Like, no, no. There's somebody out there that loves whatever the fuck you're insecure about. You just got to link up. Hemorrhoids. I don't know about that one. <laughs> Go. Harry Booty Hole. There's a guy that's into herpes, syphilis, and gonorrhea. <laughs> um, no, actually, probably, yeah. Go to Probably no. I mean, unless they have it and they're like, it doesn't matter. We both have it. There you go. <laughs> never. To all the guys watching, I've never had any of those. <laughs> as i'm knocking on wood because i'm having unprotected sex bareback baby um you're raw dogging it out there uh well yeah you are you know Ooh. what if we have the conversation if we have the test i knew we got along for a reason if we have when were you tested when was i tested if we have that dialogue STDs don't exist, you guys. Okay, they definitely do, and don't listen to what he's saying. They're for sure out there. And the 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 minute Are you they? let your guard down, the minute you let your guard down is when you get them. Are they? So you gotta stay vigilant, stay tested. I went, I went and got tested. This was like three years ago, and um, I was about to have sex with this dude, and he wanted us to like show each other our test results. So I went to some like clinic that I thought was free. In, uh, in Hollywood and I had insurance. So it doesn't make any sense why I didn't go to my doctor, right? So I go to this clinic and I get my tests or whatever and then they call me in three days later and they're like, uh, hey, Dana, can you come in and get your test results? And I was like, is something wrong? They're like, we just need you to come in. Oh yeah, I remember this one. And I went, I took it, I had to take a Xanax because I was so fucking yeah, scared. Yeah, that's not come in. Yeah, they wouldn't tell me over the phone. And dun, I sit dun, down. Dun. I sit down with the the doctor and she's nervous. She's like shaking. Oh, Jesus. Fuck. I'm nervous. And she was like, um, okay, Dana. So you're clear for um, gonorrhea. You're clear for syphilis. You're clear for herpes. Uh, but you tested positive for HIV. And I was like. And you're still barebacking? And I was. And. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, what? And then she, she's like, well, let's look over your risk factors. And she like pulled out another sheet and she was like, have you had sex 
with men who had sex with other men and i was like i'm sleeping with a lot of dudes in west hollywood so i don't really know the answer probably (laughs) probably so (laughs) and then we went through this whole list that she had and at the end she was like you know what this is probably a false positive it's been happening here a lot because our test is a little wonky she used the word wonky this is insane to me. This is why <laughs> this is I always like, say this is why I say we live in the upside down. Are you fucking kidding me? So I thought uh, and by the way, I was trying to trace the guy that I had unprotected sex with, whatever, and I'd be like, You might have AIDS. And then we took another test and it was just a false test. Mm. And this hap the same thing happened to my friend at the same exact time. Um, I think at this clinic. And people were like, you could sue. Like, I literally, for two weeks of my life, I was like, well, um, I guess I'm the HIV comic. That's what I thought. I was like, I guess I'm just going to be talking about HIV now. Better I hope AIDS. there's one more. And then you could, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I honestly thought for two, for a week and a half, I thought my life was over because I had AIDS. I have heard that happening before. And I remember you talking about it at the Laugh Factory. And I remember thinking that is the most insane, craziest shit on earth. Hey, you have like a big one, you know. But the fact that she listed all of the like, her, like syphilis, gonorrhea, and, like she's like easing. She's like, that's good. Well, you don't have any of those. I mean, you gotta but lead off with some positive. But the one that's deadly. Yeah, I think that um, there's like this old test or whatever that they do, and I have low white blood cell count. I've always had it my whole life. Every doctor says it's fine. So there's certain tests that I take off this like janky thing that it looks like it could be mm. right. Just based off of like my white blood cells. But that is the uh, gnarliest misdiagnosis ever. You're just like, what? This is this one changes my life. Yeah. Damn. My mom's a nurse, though. I called her and she's like, Dana, you don't have HIV. There's no way. This test is wonky. <laughs> hey, don't use that test anymore. <laughs> Hey, Just say go t- to another clinic that doesn't have a wonky system. Get a new test. And the fact oh that my God. half of the time she's telling people they have HIV when they don't. How is this clinic still what open? Is what is going? What is this? What is what? We're in also, a simulation. Funniest, this the, shit can't be real. The funniest thing is the it's waiting crazy. room. I was like sitting in the waiting room when they were playing like Gangster's Paradise. They were playing Coolio. And I was like. <laughs> That's a good song. <laughs> like, That's a good goddamn song. <laughs> This is where I uh this is where it all ends for me. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's a rough ticket. Let me see here. Okay. All right, nice. We just have to be done by one thirty. Right. Um What? Somatic therapy. Oh yes, thank you. What the fuck is that? I like that. Fuck. I'm gonna piss my pants though. Two seconds. I'm so Go sorry. Pee. Pause. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Had to do a little pee pee break. Not poo-poo. Close, though. <laughs> and we're back. And we're Thank back. Thank you guys so much now for... Now to the therapy hour. I drink a lot of liquids. Coming to my podcast. So you're a pisser, too, on top of all I of that. I pee a lot. Can I do your intro for the show? I already did it. Before it. I got here? Go, go, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Hey, cool cats and guys and girls. Welcome to my podcast, Community Service. I am Craig Conan, and we're gonna get crazy. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. 
our guest today is who cares about that bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking so fucking constipated. <laughs> How was that? It's, I, that's what <laughs> I good. said. That was the exact. We don't need to even uh, do mine. That's it. Can we just no, add we'll, no. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing that. Um, We're actually editing that out. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about nomadic therapy. Nomadic therapy. Somatic therapy. Um, <laughs> nomadic therapy sounds cool. They're like, we put you in it. We leave we you in the you woods. We put you in a room with Genghis Khan and he <laughs> yeah. fucks you. <laughs> I, uh, I would do that. I would actually do that. My, um, it's just, it's deeper than regular therapy. It's, it's, you go in with um, clothes to like move around, right? So you talk about some things on your mind. Um, you talk about some things you're going through. And then she gives you exercises. And what these exercises do is they re- like rewire your um, nervous system. So like for me, I was living in um, fight and flight and also freeze which is like when something traumatic happens to you as a kid. We, We're officially the same person. I was like, these responses, I, yeah. this is how we survive. Like our body, our nervous system goes into fight or flight. And it's actually like really archaic, like what happens because like, we're not living in the woods where like there's a bear that can threaten our survival. But when something scary is happening to you as a kid, that's kind of like what our body does. They're, they're, they're doing, uh, it's so funny you bring this up because I actually uh, was, I think, learning about this with my sister she's into the holistic uh and just bettering yourself all that mindset but uh as a kid when we're raised you know in a, in a gnarly household and you have fear and that fighter fight or flight shit what you just said like in the woods when a bear comes and you get that adrenaline and that fear that's supposed to happen but it's supposed to happen when you see a fucking bear not weekly, you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Our doing... systems haven't evolved. No. And that's and, and also this manifests into like um mental like mental issues. Mental illnesses as well as what I didn't yeah. get to uh finish that. Like they're finding out that children of abuse have way higher rates of heart disease, stroke heart attack just all sorts of health issues you're, you're because stressing you're stressing your body your all day body long. has been stressed out since day one you know and you're always in like ah, like you know that's a awful and it fucks up it your dna are not you know what i mean your your systems but this is how fucked everything shit. is craig is that like even childbirth is a tra- it's a traumatic experience for the baby unless it's in the ocean with dolphins <laughs> <laughs> that was a thing it's crazy but like that's so crazy to me yeah you're being thrust out of like a canal that was like warm and safe and nurturing to just like bright fluorescent lights and people standing over you with scalpels and well a lot of hippies are into uh uh a water burst as well as it's like candle lit shit low light like that's risky uh, that's risky because says who you work for big pharma (laughs) No, but I I feel like there's you know there's a movie I watched where the baby died in the movie and now I think I really know babies die in hospitals either that's never happened. They die I think all if the there's time. a it's it riskier happens. though. It's crazy for the baby. Says who? St- statistics. <laughs> that sound real confident. <laughs> I know people that have done it and everything's fine. But anyways, somatic therapy is really amazing because. I realized I was living in 
fight or flight and freeze by the way freeze is where like everything shuts down and this is where your body I thought I was depressed but it was like my body I was just in freeze like my body is preparing to this is dark die so it shuts everything down and that's what freeze mode is and that was my survival technique technique which is why I would like disassociate because I would just like shut everything down disassociate from my body and the trippiest part is one point in my life this served me right like growing up with like an alcoholic dad like my mom you know mentally ill like so much chaos at home that this saved me in a way and protected me and then as an adult it's not serving me at all so she taught me how to do all these exercises on my own so that I can live in um I think she called it like rest and relaxation or something if you're not in fight or flight you're in like I guess rest mode or not in terrified mode <laughs> sounds good to me you're not gripping the steering wheel when you're driving <laughs> But yeah, she changed my life. She is incredible. Awesome. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't know about freeze. I don't know if I froze, but I definitely froze whenever I was in trouble with the law or my mom. Like you did this, and I would never answer. And it was so funny. We get caught smoking weed with all my friends, and she'd be yelling at me, and I just go like this. Same. And I, and I wouldn't move. Wouldn't say. Wouldn't acknowledge her. Just yelling at me, and then she would turn it to my friends, but like. <laughs> it ain't on me <laughs> i literally thought there was someone in my apartment and i froze like a statue and did not move like what is that gonna do <laughs> i if i'm in a a situation where i'm gonna get murdered i'm just gonna stand there and be like sure come on in. <laughs> i'll make it easy for you no not that case i'll grab a knife or a gun it's so I scary. couldn't. I couldn't believe my body did that. I was like, "What is happening?" I've had a couple scary moments of my life. That one time where I was followed by the car. That was so scary. I've talked about it before. I got followed home for like thirty-five miles, and and uh, thirty-five miles. Yeah, this was crazy. I've told this story a bunch, though. But like, this, I got, and then the other time, this was truly the scariest shit of my life. I was uh, house sitting and I was uh, with my ex lady at the time and we were asleep and I hear uh, a lid like fall to the ground and do the circle, you know, that, that, and then it was like, okay, it woke us up. I was like, did you hear that? She's like, yeah. I was like, I heard that. I was like, what the fuck was that? That was in the home, you know? And so now I'm like, oh fuck. Was there a, was there a cat or a dog or something? There was two dogs, but it was it was it was a little poodles with us sleeping. And uh so it wasn't them and I was like, oh fuck. I was like, I don't want to do this shit. Like I'm just as scared as you, you know? And then I was like, all right, just have your phone on 911 or whatever. And then I went and checked every room in the house. And it was just so terrifying. And what I had my little knife out, but I was like, I don't know who's in here or what. This is a monster, you know. I believe in that <laughs> shit too. This is fucking Michael Myers. What's happening? And then what had happened was, is it was like a, a food Tupperware container, 
and the fruit or whatever gassed and fermented and it popped the lid off so it shot off and then fell on the ground and made that noise right and then i i checked the kitchen last so it was the last so i checked behind in every closet just with my spider coat paramilitary three just like ah and it was end up being nothing but the amount of fear that was in my heart so i was like i don't want to call the cops and then be like oh it was tupperware so i was like i have to go look otherwise i'm a bitch it's all weird it's like the adrenaline the adrenaline is like i'm a bitch if i call the cops i don't know stupid toxic masculinity i guess i should have called the cops but then it was like it's a fucking lid (laughs) like (laughs) sorry but that was terrifying because that was the noise in the home you know what i mean if it's outside you're like ah whatever the heater got me too that was in the home and it sounded like knocking I was like, okay, I've, 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 I lived in Hollywood for eight, nine years, West Hollywood. I've heard, I don't know, God knows what, but if it's outside the home, I go, yeah, and I go right back to bed inside the home. Oh, different story. Oh, people's houses make weird noises that you're not used to. And people I've noticed in LA who have like nice homes think that they can ask anyone to come house it and dog sit. And that like the payment is like, you get to stay at my cool house. Like, even though I have all this money, I'm not going to pay you to dog sit or house it because, like, you're in this like, I don't want to stay in your house. Like, I, I got my stay, own house. Yeah, I don't want to stay in your apartment. fucking creepy. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to stay in your creepy, creaky house where, like, the wind blows one window pane and you hear it and it, like, <laughs> the tree beats against your house and I feel like someone's clawing. Like, I don't want to sleep yeah, there. No. Like, this is. Pay me. Yeah. Pay me. Yes. That lady paid me. But I agree. I There's completely so many people who. Oh, yeah. We got to do a poop story. Poop story. Um, no, but you're right, though. It's like, I I have a home. Yeah, you're just bigger and nicer, but I don't need your fucking home, so pay me. <laughs> I don't want to drive to the valley. I love dogs, but, like, my life's right here. Bro, also, like, I don't want to drive up the hills for, like, eight miles, and I have to pack a bag. Like, this is work for me. Like, yeah. just because I, it's a cool view. They think you're doing, they're, they're doing us a favor, yes. and it's like, no, I don't want to do this. I'm doing you the favor. Your house smells weird. It's just like it smells like yeah. You got an oven. I do too. Toaster oven, but hey, (laughs) does the job. Okay, my dear. Yeah. I need a good old fashioned shitting of the pants story. You diarrhea the floor on a hot date. Farted on your guy with the dragon's breath. That was fire. Yeah. Something like that. And a a fan uh, messaged and because Rosebud Baker. She didn't have another poop story. Okay. So she did a animal story, which was epic. So it doesn't, if you don't have a great diarrhea on your husband's eyes story, um, just joking. I know you don't have a husband. <laughs> just joking. We know you have been single for 18 years. <laughs> or like your animal diarrhea on an airplane and sprayed an old lady in the face. Obviously, it doesn't have to be that specific. You know what I'm saying? Like a juicy one. A ju- I mean, I don't, I've never shit my pants since I was probably like 10. Okay. What, what was that? What happened when you were 10? You get I it. mean, I would just constantly fart and miscalculate and have like skid marks in my little mermaid underwear as a kid. And my brother so you was learned. like, Here yeah. I am. My brother Still was like, it. Dingleberry, you have dingleberries in your underwear. So that's where I got Dingleberry Dana. Now short into dings. And that's what we're going to call this one. Dings. Dings. And I actually have um, 
one i guess one poop story i have one where i sharted which isn't it's not that funny okay whatever the funniest gnarliest one is but um i actually maybe your nana at church you know any good epic shit story i'm branching out now okay now did i say no <laughs> Nah. i was um i was mad that my friend my neighbor who lived across the street from me she didn't have a dog so there was never any poop in her yard and i had poop in my yard because i had a dog so i was like and i was mad at her like we got into a fight i'm like 10 11 maybe 17 or 18 and i go over with my friend and we are like we're gonna poop in her yard <laughs> by the way i'm definitely 11 okay um <laughs> and we literally pull i pull my pants down and i pooped in her yard and then my friend danielle i don't know how we both had to poop at the same time but <laughs> she miscalculates and poops in the driveway <laughs> what and the poop i've never seen anything like this stood up straight like this it was like her shit was like an erect dick it was it was like that hard clay just like hit and just and we laughed so hard and then i the next day it was like one of those things where like you know when you do something stupid when you're drunk and the next day you're like did i really do that even though i was a kid i went to the bus stop and i was like I know that was nighttime and we were like laughing, but like, did we really just shit in our friend's yard? And <laughs> the boys were walking down the driveway because they shared a driveway with my uh, my friend. And they were like, did you guys see an animal shit? <laughs> like <laughs> erect? <laughs> <laughs> like everyone couldn't figure it out. And I was like, yeah, man, that's so weird. <laughs> And then my other one is that um, I got into a fight with my friend Aaron Irish in third grade and we had best friend necklaces. Mine had a heart that said best and her had a heart that said friend. We would put them together and scissor. And uh, we got into a huge fight. There's like a theme here, I feel like, with these stories. And I was like, fuck her. I'm not friends with her. I'm done with her. She's so mean. And I got one of those. Remember... um, those little film capsules. Yes. Where you would put film in these little. Yes. It was a little Black tiny with a gray tube. Lid. Yeah. Yes. Black with a gray lid. And they always smelled real, real. Chemically. Real weird. So my mom had all those around the house. China plastic. And I put the necklace in there. I was like, fuck you, Aaron Irish. And I went out into my backyard and I was scooped my dog's poo poo into the camera thing with the necklace. And I put the lid on it. And I was like, we're done. We're not friends. I'm going to fucking teach her and I'm going to show her that we're not friends. And I put the shit necklace under my bed. <laughs> just, just fermenting turds. And in my head, I was showing her and teaching her a lesson while I slept. You slept over fecal matter. <laughs> For like three months. Oh, <laughs> it's like two days for six years. I found it later. Yeah, it was I mummified. Still, I still have it. <laughs> I still have it. I hold on to hate and spite oh my and God. anger. I'm nomadic. Those are Therapy. probably pretty gross, though. No, those are good. That's good stuff. My, those are my grossest ones. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, the shitting, the shitting yourself. 
I don't. I don't think I've like really, really shit myself before. Knock on wood. You will. One you day. Will. Yeah. Yeah. Would you like some Vietnamese coffee? <laughs> <laughs> you it's will so shit good. yourself. You guys, I don't know if uh, Lee's is uh, nationwide or what, but it's definitely in California. Lee's Vietnamese coffee is the best shit I've ever fucking had. I like the name. Ooh. Lee's Vietnamese. It's at Lee's uh, Sandwiches, and they sell at Costco of, of, of a, a, like six-pack. Obsessed with Costco. Concentrate. I love Costco. I love Costco so much. I fucking love Costco. My favorite place on earth. It's my favorite place on earth. Yeah. Samples. Oh, They're my back. God. The samples are back. You can get like... So organic many. you can get organic fresh produce so cheap so cheap and organic, so good grass-fed meat way cheaper than anywhere else and i love flash the Kirk, i love the kirkland Lots soda water lights don't Kirklands. get me started yeah let's go i got another uh, thing to do oh yeah i gotta go oh fuck i didn't do the thing did you hear that, that was my tummy <laughs> oh Everybody, this is a weird ending. Um, no, I did it right there. The poop story was great. We should have capped it right there, but then we kept it going with Costco and then my stomach noise. Anyways, everybody, you have been listening to Community Service with the extremely hilarious Dana Moon. Check her out on the Instagram. On the, We'll tag in everything on the TikTok. And I just love you. I love you. And you're fucking awesome. You're amazing. Can I clap? Yeah, clap. Plug what you got to plug. We'll tag you in everything, too, so you don't... Dana Moon, everybody. Do you guys yeah. clap at the end? We Never. do now. <laughs> <laughs> we do now. Adios, everybody. Bye. I love you. Thank you. Rate, review, like, subscribe. Thank you so much.